Hey, what's up? It's food and philosophy time, episode 10. I got Ike's again. <laughs> this one is uh, It's Not Snowflake, number 384. Tuna, mozzarella sticks, avocado. I guess these days, uh, Snowflake is not a good name to call someone. But this is named for the dolphin in the Ace Ventura movies. That's not Snowflake. That's not Snowflake. I got it on sourdough. I'm going to take one more bite. This is delicious. If you love tuna sandwiches, if tuna is your, your jam, this is, this is a sandwich. It's also really good spicy if you want habanero or sriracha on it. All right, let's finish up. We've got a little bit more here. Heaven on Earth, Chapter 7. Living the new dream. I want you to forget everything that you've ever learned in your life. This is the only way to begin to have an understanding and create a new dream. The dream you're currently living in is your creation. It's your perception of reality that you change at any time. You can. You have the power to create hell, and you have the power to create heaven. Why not dream a different dream? Why not dream a different dream? Why not use your mind, your imagination, and your emotions to dream of heaven instead of dreaming of hell? Just use your imagination, and tremendous things will happen. Imagine that you have the ability to see the world with different eyes whenever it is that you want to choose. Each time you open your eyes, you see the world around you in a different way. Close your eyes now and open them up and look outside. What you will see is love coming out of the trees, love coming out of the sky, love coming out of the light. You will perceive love from everything around you. This is the state of bliss. You perceive love directly from everything, including yourself and other humans. Even when humans are sad or angry behind these feelings, you can see that they're also sending love. My belief, uh, what my first mentors, Teresi and Matthew Engelhart, postulated to me that every single human interaction, any interaction with one or two or more humans, is either somebody giving love, the expression of love, or someone asking to be loved. If you can use that frame of reference for every single human interaction you have from now until you expire, that you or them, you are either expressing love or asking to be loved in every single interaction that you have. And them too, they're either asking to be loved or they're expressing love. And there's no other interactions in humankind's possibility. So if there you are, ask yourself, am I asking for love or am I giving love, being love? And same, are they asking for love? Or are they being love? One quick way to 
Hackett is, are you feeling love? Then likely they're, then likely you're asking to be loved. Does it sound like they're giving love? Oh no, then they're actually asking to be loved. So if you know that either maybe giving love or asking for love, it should be easy for you to be like, oh, they're asking for love. Love, 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 love. In whatever way feels appropriate and the ways that you do it too. Using your imagination and your new eyes of perception, I want you to see yourself living a new life, a new dream. A life where you don't need to justify your existence and you are afraid to be who you really are. Imagine that you have permission to be happy and to really enjoy your life. Your life is free of conflict with yourself and others. Imagine living your life without fear of expressing your dreams. You know what you want, what you don't want, and when you want it. You are free to change your life the way you really want to. You're not afraid to ask for what you need to say yes or no to anyone or to anything. Imagine living your life without the fear of being judged by others. You no longer rule your behavior according to what others think about you. You are no longer responsible for anyone's opinion. You have no need to control anyone and thus no one controls you either. Imagine living your life without judging others. You can easily forgive others and let go of any judgments that you have because you're either loving or you're asking to be loved and because they're either loving or they're asking to be loved. You don't have the need to be right and you don't need to make anyone else wrong. You respect yourself and everyone else and they respect you in return. Imagine living without the fear of loving and not being loved. You are no longer afraid to be rejected, and you don't have the need to be accepted. You can say, I love you with no shame or justification, because that's the only way human beings are interacting anyway. Love me or I love you. You can walk in the world with your heart completely open and not be afraid to be hurt. And you're also going to probably hurt less people, too, because you're going to be like, I love you. I love you. I love you. Or you're going to explicitly ask for love. Oh, I'm asking to be loved. Cool. Hey, will you love me right now? Will you tell me one amazing thing about me right now? Imagine if we were going around the world truly being that way. Oh, I actually need to be loved right now. Hey, What's one of your favorite things about me? And likely the people will tell you that, even if they don't know you. Hey, what's your favorite thing about me? I know you don't know me. And they'll say, oh, well, I like your bow tie or something. Imagine that you love yourself just the way you are. You love your body just the way that it is. And you love your emotions just the way they are. You know that you are perfect just the way that you are. Imagine living your life without being afraid to take a risk or to explore life. You're not afraid to lose anything. You're not afraid to be alive in the world, and you're not afraid to die. The reason I ask you to imagine these things is because they're all entirely possible, starting right freaking now. You can live in a state of grace, the state of bliss, the dream of heaven, but in order to experience this dream, you must first understand what it is. Only love has the ability to 
to put you in the state of bliss. Being in bliss is like being in love. Being in love is like being in bliss. You're floating in the clouds. You're perceiving love wherever you go. It is entirely possible to live this way all the time. It is possible because others have done it, and they are no different from you. They live in bliss because they have changed their agreements and are dreaming of a different dream. Once you feel what it means to live in a state of bliss, you will love it. You will know that heaven on earth is truth. That heaven truly exists. Once you know that the heaven exists, you know that it's possible to stay there, be there. You can, it's up to you to make the effort to do it. The world is very beautiful and very wonderful. Life can be very easy. One love is your way of life. You can be loving all the time. Hi, Dina. This is your choice. You may not have a reason to love, but you can love because to love makes you happy. Love in action only produces happiness. Love will give you inner peace. It will change your perception of everything. You can see everything with the eyes of love. You can be aware that there is love all around you. When you live this way, there's no longer a fog in your mind. If you keep remembering, hey, they are just wanting to be loved in every single moment, as are you, anytime there's a rift between you and someone else, or you perceive you're being attacked, or you're perceived something, first, decline to perceive the attack. Just let it go by. Like your martial artist, just let it go by. Decline to perceive the attack. Just decline it. Ike, you freaking suck. Your sandwiches suck, and you're short, and you're bald, and you're ugly, and you're just like, all right. Don't let it hit you. Two, they're clearly asking to be loved. So love them anyway. If you're feeling hurt, and you feel like, oh, I just want to, oh my God, I want to beat them up, or talk about how they look, or their success, or lack of it. Oh, now I'm wanting to be loved because I let that stuff hit me. How often has this happened for you? Oh, actually, I just want to be loved. Hey, hello? Yes. Carson, will you love me? El Tigre, will you love me? Zeno, will you love me? See how people are willing to do that when we ask. The matote has gone on a permanent vacation. You can just not have to worry about the ill ideas in your mind. If you know that you just want to be loved or they want to be loved, in all those moments that there's not an expression of love, then you can respond accordingly. This is what humans have been seeking for centuries. I just want to be a part of the group and I want to be loved. And I want to be respected and I want to be able to be... Separate from the group, be my own person, but still belong to the group. Still be loved and still be safe. For thousands of years, we've been searching for happiness. But happiness is a lost paradise. For me, I think happiness is a fraud feeling. Happiness is a comparison of where you are, are and it's based on a comparison to what things are going on around you or, or not going around, around, on around you. 
And if your happiness shifts due to any of those things, then it's not actually happiness. It's just a misperception of the world or how things are. Because you can be happy right now with nothing. You can be happy with everything. You can be unhappy with everything. And you can be unhappy with nothing. That's why happiness, the the seeking of happiness, the pursuit of happiness is a fraud feeling. Because you're a human and you made a perception that you're not happy right now. When you just as easily could be happy right here, right now, where you're at in life, without whatever it is that you want, and with anything that you don't want, right now. Humans have worked so hard to reach this point, and this is a part of the evolution of the mind. This can be the future of humanity. Thank you, El Tigre. I appreciate you. This way of life is possible, and it's literally in your hands. Well, it's in your mind and in your heart. You can change it anytime you want. Moses called it the promised land. Buddha called it nirvana. Jesus called it heaven. The Toltecs call it the new dream. And so forth and so forth and so forth. There's so many uh, different versions and and many stories of what heaven is. Though you can create heaven here right now, even if you perceive that you're in hell right now. Unfortunately, your identity is mixed with the dream of the planet where, oh, we're human or the world sucks or whatever it is, and all your beliefs and agreements are there in the fog and being clouded literally by everyone else. Who cares if somebody says, no, you can't believe that heaven can be here right now because of whatever somebody else's religion says, even if it's your religion. It is of no consequence. You can have heaven. It doesn't contradict anything in any religious text. You can have heaven not on this planet, and you can still have heaven on this planet. You can have hell not on this planet, and you can still have hell on this planet. It doesn't mean that it doesn't exist here, too. You feel the presence of the parasite of the world, and you believe it, too. You believe, oh, well, I can't, or I'm bad if I think that there can be heaven here because of whatever you were taught, or your religion, or you don't want to look like you're bad. No, you literally have been happy in your life, and you've been unhappy in your life. And when you're happy in your life, things seem to be great, right? And when you're unhappy... Things seem to be terrible. If that's not heaven and hell like manifested right here on this planet right now, in your moments as you do it, then I don't know what is. Now, this could make things difficult to let go. Oh, wow, I can create my own heaven right here, right now on this planet. I can. But the only reason why you wouldn't is the parasite of the mind or the allowing of whatever's going on in the world and other people's beliefs to create the space for you because you can just easily create the space to experience love instead of creating the experience of whatever issues that you think that you have. You're attached to the judge. You're attached to the victim and being the judge all the time and being the victim or seeking out victims too. The suffering makes you feel safe because you know it so well. But there's really no reason to suffer. 
the only reason you suffer is because you choose to suffer. In that moment, you're choosing, I want to be in hell on earth. I think it was the Dalai Lama, maybe it was the Buddha, that said, all suffering comes from wanting to seek the unachievable and run away from the unavoidable. So if you wanted to seek what's unachievable, like a fantasy world where everything's perfect all the time and there's always peace and there's always love and there's always harmony and there's always food and there's always abundance and there's always health, you're going to suffer because that's not actually possible. Like literally from a physics standpoint, that's not possible. And the other, another way to suffer is to uh, avoid the unavoidables. Like if you think you're never going to be ill and you're never going to be sad and there's never going to be uh, – that there's always going to be war and there's never going to be peace and that there's always going to be – like there needs to never be starv starvation and there needs to never be uh, any kind of negative things – Obviously, you're going to feel bad because you're going to be – you're going to go from this kind of slavery to that kind of slavery to this kind of war to that kind of war to this kind of uh, negative thing to this kind of thing to this kind of racism to a different kind of racism to a different kind of uh, discrimination to that kind of discrimination. Like you're just going to keep moving and moving and moving and moving and moving because all that stuff is unavoidable. Strictly based on physics. We can't make physics be different. We can't say, hey – um, you know that magnet over there? Yeah, say imagine this is a magnet. You know what magnet? Um, we only want the positive pole, so I want to I want to remove the negative pole. Like you remove the negative pole, then where's the negative pole go? It, it's it's still there. You can't ever take only the positive pole, and you can't ever take away the negative pole. This is literally not how the world works. But yet we go out there and we think it always needs to be positive, and it, it can never be negative. Always needing to be positive and living that fantasy world creates hell. Never being able to be negative and, it, and it's not allowed to ever be negative also creates hell. Being balanced about things like the universe itself is, like who's going to tell the universe, hey, universe, um, yeah, you know this like physics thing, this balance thing? Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong about that. No, the universe is never wrong. Physics isn't wrong. But there's really no reason to suffer. The only reason you suffer is because you choose to suffer. You're upset. Your fault. You're happy. Also your fault. That's like the benefit of it being your fault when you suffer is it's also your fault when you do well, when you are feeling good. If you look at your life, you will find many excuses to suffer. You can probably have lists right now of why the world sucks or your life sucks or why you suck or your job sucks or the government sucks or your lover sucks or your family sucks or whatever. You probably have – can speak your own podcast about how much you guys suck. But a good reason to suffer, you will not be able to find a good reason to suffer even if all those things are true because you can just as easily – do the same thing for happiness. All the things that make that don't suck, the things that you love about yourself, the things that you love about life, the things that you love about the government, that you love about your lover, the things you love about your family, you love about your job, you love about the world, you love about food, you love about pets, you love about 
Now, the only reason why you're happy is because you're choosing to be happy in those moments. You're deciding to look at only the things that are making you feel good. It's a choice to look for those things. It's a choice, just like it's a choice to have all the negative things too. So there you are. You're feeling negative. Knock that shit off. There you are. And you're feeling happy. Cool. Keep looking at that perception and just be balanced. Maybe we cannot escape from the destiny of whatever it is that it takes to be human. Maybe, maybe not. But we do have a choice about this. We can suffer our destiny or we can enjoy our destiny. To suffer or to love and be happy we can either live in hell in this planet plane right now by only seeing what we don't want and only not having what we want and only wanting what we don't have. Or we can live in heaven just as easily, looking at how we already have what we would like, looking at how everybody just wants to be loved and the reasons to love yourself, to love others, to love about your life. Look at that list. All the reasons that you want to be showing that's true that you're living a great life right now, you can find if you want. So you can choose to live in hell or and suffer, or you can choose to live in heaven and enjoy. My choice is... To live in heaven. Here. Right now. On this planet. And if I stray. Come back. And when I stray. Come back. And when I stray. Come back. Do that often. It'll become easy. It's like working out your muscles. You'll be able to stray and come back faster. So my choice is to live in heaven. What's your choice? I think I saw a few questions in here. Uh, they're just giving me props. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I'll take a bite. At the end, things do not matter when it's only a matter of time. Your well-being is your greatest contribution to humanity. No exceptions ever. Catch you guys next time.